Bava Matsya, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Base 1, 2, and really a straight continuation of the previous Mishnah. Here it says, Hayushnaim Rochvin al Gabi Behema. If you have two people that uh, ride into Bezdin, both are sitting on the back of an animal, say a horse, Oshahaya Echad Rocha Ve'echad Manhig, or one of them is sitting on the back of the animal and one of them is causing the animal to go, either it's leading it by the reins or it's even just hitting it with a stick or something. Zeamor Kula Shali, Vezeamor Kula Shali, and both of them claim that they found it, and therefore they both own the whole animal. Either they both got on it at the same time, or one says he climbed, one says he made it walk, whatever the story is. So then, like we saw in the previous Mishnah, The first guy swears he has no less than half of the ownership of the animal, and again, really the the Shvuli, like we said before in the previous one, that he has a stake in it, and it's not less than half. And the other guy also, the other guy swears the same, he has no less than half, and then viachaloku, and they divide it in half. Now, here the dividing in half uh, may or may not be the same as the previous Mishnah. Uh, when we say viachaloku, to divide it in half, so the din, both by a talus and by a horse, is that if dividing the object physically in half, cutting in half, uh, wouldn't make it be worth less uh, by virtue of being cut in half, then you literally would divide it in half and give half to each person. So, you know, in the case of a talus, if cutting the talus in half makes two half talus and it wouldn't be worth less than one whole talus, that's what you would do. That would certainly be the case, let's say, for example, if they're both arguing over, I don't know, a bar of gold or, you know, a barrel of wine. You could divide it 50-50, the actual material. But in the case of something which would get ruined, like a jacket, or in the case of the first mission, or here, certainly an animal, you don't actually cut the animal in half, of course. Instead, you would sell the jacket, sell the talus, sell the animal, and then take the financial proceeds and then divide the money uh, 50-50 between the two of them. Now, there's a question why we need this mission at all. Up to now, all we've said is, if two people are fighting over an animal, they both are mukhzakim in it equally, because um, they're, then then you divide it. And that was the with the Shavua. And that's exactly what said in the previous Mishnah. So our Mishnah is only coming to add one other point, which is the Chiddush, that Rechiva, riding on the back of the animal, is considered to be an act of kinin all to itself. And there's a Mechlokos Roshonim if... It actually is its own separate, distinct mode of Kenyan to ride an animal. Or if riding the animal is really just like a, a way in which you express Mashicha, you carry out the usual Mashicha, which is a conventional way of acquiring an animal and making it move by sitting on its back. And then maybe even if you don't make it make it move, it still could be considered Mashicha perhaps by sitting on its back. So that's a discussion that we're shown. But be as it may, um, the point that Rechiva is in of itself a mode of Kenyan, and in fact, as the Mishnah says, it doesn't matter if you're Rochev in the front or the back, you're equally acquiring it if there are two guys sitting in the back, or if there's one guy who's being Moshech with the animal, with a, let's say a leash or with a stick, and the other guy's riding it, one isn't better than the other. Okay, so that's what our Mishnah has said up to now, really. Now, the second part of the Mishnah says, Bizman Shehem Modim, in the event that both of the people fighting over the talus or the animal uh, agree that um, they picked it up together, they acquired it together. So then there's no need to take a no need to take a shvua and say they would just simply divide it. And same goes, Oshen excuse me, Oshiyeshlahan Adam, or if they're witnesses. Uh the Miri says the witnesses say they both picked it up together. The Rashash says they each have witnesses that say they picked it up first, but both are really amount to the same thing. Then a Cholkin below Shvua, then there's no need anymore for Shvua. And say they just divide it without any further oath. Uh this seems pretty obvious, um, and in fact, it's a question, so why would we even need to know this? What is this coming to add? Obviously, if they're agreeing, they're going to split it. In that case, for sure, why should we think they have to take a shvua? They should just divide it. The answer is, 
let's tell you a whole different din altogether, which is that if Hamagbia, if one listening up lechavero, um, so if Magbia Matzila Chavero, a person picks up an object for his friend, then Kana Chavero, his friend can acquire it. So the classic case of that would be that if I see someone, you know, there's some random thing on the ground, and I think, oh, my friend would love that, and I pick it up for him, it can become his. Um, here the point is, since both are picking up half a talus, let's say, so if each person, if we would say hypothetically that one person cannot pick up a found object on behalf of the other, then each person only picked up like half a talus off the ground, so to speak, and therefore neither one of them made a bona fide, a proper Kenyan, so it wouldn't belong to any of them yet. So you hear from this that even if and they're picking it up together, that's also okay. Each person picks up his half, and that's sufficient to um, and now enable them collectively to have acquired it. And in the case of our Mishnah, uh, we treat it as they acquired it together, and therefore they would divide it 50-50.